Hello, I'm Joshua. And I am Rob, and welcome to From the Heart. Central Florida is widely known for its tourist spots and attractions, but many people don't know about its thriving arts community. On this show, we are excited to introduce to you talented and passionate artists who shape our arts community. How do they create and why? How can Central Florida benefit from even greater arts presence? On each episode, we'll introduce you to guests who are influential leaders and artists who are truly making a difference. From the heart with a capital A-R-T. Oh, Rob, Mary would be so proud oh. you put in with the capital A-R-T. <laughs> she loves that part well, of the intro. <laughs> well, I was, I was happy to take over for just this week for her on that. Uh, we love Mary. She is, uh, I, I'm going to say she is out saving the world through um, improv. Yeah, she How is. How about that? She does save the world through improv. Yeah, whenever she you were away, does. you save the world through art. She saves it through improv, which you could say is one and the same. So unfortunately, I have been out. A lot of Thursdays the last couple of months, and she gets to bring in co-hosts. I mm-hmm. think you've helped her out a couple of times. I have. So now it's great for me to have a co-host. I love Mary, but <laughs> I, it's fun to work with other fun people well, like Rob Lott. You know, it's fun for me because I, I uh, listen on Sunday nights uh, as well as which, you know, um, I... I are we supposed to act as though this is live? No. No? Okay. It's okay. <laughs> but if we I, were, you just blew it. I did. Uh, sorry if you're listening. Yeah, we, we, we do this on Thursdays. And, uh, of course, you're listening on Sunday night live uh, from the uh, as it goes out into the airwaves. But um, I also subscribe to the podcast and listen mm-hmm. to it there. And it's really fun to get knowing what this studio looks like and uh, getting to listen in and actually visualize what's happening there. Yeah, and I love that we have the podcast now because that is a way that people can can, can hear hear it later than if they yeah. can in tune in on Sunday, but then also iHeartRadio has their app. And so you can listen to this from all over the world. So yeah. Mary actually has friends all over the world. I do not, but people <laughs> always tell us we, we were able to tune on the app from I London or whatever yeah. and hear the show. So that's uh, tons of fun. And we're coming up on our hundredth episode, Rob. Really? What are you going to do? You're going to have a big uh, anniversary episode? Big, I don't know. Get you a wanna, cake? Why don't you come sing for us? That would uh, be great. Sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll save the, save the world through song. That's yeah. what I do. Well, we love, we love the show and hopefully you listeners um, that, that you've been able to learn about arts organizations and learn about great uh, leaders that are doing such good work in our community you know in a world that sometimes seems so colorless and divisive the arts are what brings us together and hopefully we can shed just a little bit of of light on the amazing work that's happening in our community we love to hear good things uh, in the news and, and, and on the radio so uh, Rob I just have to give a shout out since it's right there on your shirt <laughs> why don't you tell us what your shirt says today Rob it says hashtag Voctive <gasps> what is that uh, well so Voctive it's like uh, octave but with a V and they are um, they are a local um, in Central Florida based out of Orlando they are an acapella group that is storming the world with their Truly. with their arrangements by Jamie Ray and their music direction by Tony DeRosa it is an 11 piece acapella group um, and uh, and yes I do have a personal connection to the group my wife happens to be the first soprano of the group um, and so if you uh, and were she to is she's great she has um, her own following she does there's a <laughs> some there was a fan that made a a highlight video on YouTube of um, you can <laughs> you can see her all of her all of her high night uh, all of her high notes. Oh, it's um, a compilation. Video? Yeah, they just and it's like fifteen minutes long. Wow, of, ju- of just high note singing. Uh, well, wh- you know you've made it when somebody 
makes somebody a compilation makes a video yeah. of you. But they, if you, yeah, you look them up on YouTube. They got a, they've got millions of, of hits there on YouTube and Facebook and everything. Voctive. It's like octave, but with a V. I love it. Voctive. Yeah. And Kate Lott is their rockin' first soprano who happens to be married to Rob Lott. Yeah. You are the husband of Kate Lott. It's true. I, I always say people are much less interested in what I do and who I am when they find out who my wife is. But you might be their biggest fan. It's true. Yeah. It's true. I'm, it, I'm a big fan. And uh, yeah, even if I wasn't so connected to the group, I would still be a fan. And if you, uh, if you're listening to this uh, and you've not heard of Voctive, again, I want, I want to point you over to YouTube and check them out there. But even more so, point you to iTunes, where you can uh, <laughs> get their new. Yeah, uh, all improve. of the proceeds go to feed uh, the hungry mouths of myself and uh, the rest of the group. Uh, it's, it, that ha- it needs to happen. You need to eat well, and and you too are in acapella music. You sing with the famous Dapper Dan. Yeah, the world famous Dapper Dan's the uh, finest barbershop quartet in a two block radius. Uh, there at the Magic Kingdom, uh, sing with them. So yeah, it's uh, yeah we are we are a, a musical family, so as to say. Yeah, well, I um I had a I had a very fun artsy weekend. I uh, saw Little Women. Yes, at me Saint too. Luke's Theater, you did. We too. didn't see it together. We saw it on different nights. I was I was you were there on Sunday. Sunday. Uh, and I was there on Friday and, uh, yeah, a shout out to Steve McKinnon, mm-hmm. uh, and the, the team there at St. Luke's and don't forget Ashley Wilsey. Oh, of course. Gotta give a shout I out cannot to Ashley. forget Ashley Wilsey. She is, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I coined a new, um, uh, nickname for her that she is the Swiss army knife of, of theater in Orlando yes. that if, if you need something, she, if, if you call her, then she is just a text or a phone call away from whatever it is you need. She's excellent. Uh, but yeah, shout out to St. Luke's. I love, um, that they use their space, um, for the arts, you know, they, uh, they, they are a thriving church and doing very well in what they do, but I love that they include musicals, musical theater and the arts that way as part of, uh, you know, what they would call their ministry. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I love that for them and they do fantastic work. I know that they have a whole season of shows coming out in for the rest of the year, a whole bunch of more shows. And if you have an opportunity to get out and see what they're doing. Yeah, highly absolutely. recommend it. Great Shout stuff out to every that time. Very talented cast and crew. And then on Friday night, I saw Hamilton. Yeah, really? I saw it, and you I did. Did, I didn't want to be that guy. I, I walked in going, "I'm not going to get into the hype. I'm just not going to do it." And then <laughs> I saw it, and I was like, "Oh no!" And then I may or may not have gone and bought the biography on Saturday morning Great, of the yeah. musical of what inspired the musical. Yeah. But I'm a history buff, you mm-hmm. know, and I just love someone who lives and breathes. Um, just wanting to see diversity in the arts. Yeah, it was just such a beautiful picture of of um, rap and hip hop and spoken word and and all different races and and people groups are represented in, and it was just it was just amazing. So we were I, I was having this conversation with some friends of mine uh, recently uh, at work, and the you know people were saying so what is what why so much hype around this particular show? Um, and I think that the diversity piece comes into play of uh, you know. Uh, diversity just in general, but then also just that idea of it every about every 10 years, there is a musical that comes along that changes the face of Mm -hmm. musical theater and really shakes up um, what we consider to be musical theater and how it is supposed to be done. Mm -hmm. And uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, of course, um, is leading the way right now when it comes to changing that face of musical theater. Um, But yeah, the the introduction of hip hop and the fact rap and hip hop and the fact that the entirety of the whole thing and any, you know, there is no shortage of interviews with him that you can get a hold of and listen to and, uh, uh, to, to know what he went through to over the seven years to create that show and 
uh, it, yeah, it's it's fantastic. And so all of that to say that once you see it, I I challenge you to not get sucked up into that yeah. hype and realize yeah. what that hype was all about. Yeah, and it's interesting now to start this biography and reading it because you know when he was the story goes he was on a plane um, uh, and he read that was in on, on page forty of this eight hundred page biography and he mm-hmm. said, I got to tell the story. Yeah. Here is this orphan and immigrant and somebody who defied all the odds to become a founding father of our nation and this story has to be told and uh so it's just so it's so cool to see what what art can do so we we have a great conversation today with an amazing organization that's been around for 33 years and we get to talk to the founder she what? still looks 21 it's, it's amazing <laughs> how this happens uh, the world of puppetry keeps you young for sure uh, but today we have tracy connor who is the founder and executive director of michelle puppets as well as jamie don moyer and she is the producing director of michelle puppets and they do such good work uh, in our community and can't wait for you listeners to hear more about it so welcome ladies thank you thank you so much yeah it's so good to have, so let me ask you the question did you guys see hamilton I saw Hamilton. You see, yes, yes. Did, 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 you, did you like it? Yeah, it was amazing. Amazing, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was like from beginning to end, it was just going and going and going so fast. You yeah. know, it was like there was no break. Were it was you, just like these performers were. I, mean, I was like, they must lose a hundred pounds. <laughs> so puppetry is also a really cool way to get art out in a in a different avenue, right? Like that's not something. I think you guys might be the only puppetry organization in Central Florida, right? That's doing something consistently probably consistently yeah and what i think makes us really unique is that we're using puppets to talk about issues uh, particularly issues that are important to children and youth yeah so we're about empowering lives through the art of puppetry we're changing the world through yes puppets. yes that. and you've great. been changing the world for 33 years so kudos to you tracy to still be at the helm of this organization. You know, I'm the founder of my organization. I'm seven years in and I'm tired. <laughs> so kudos to, kudos to you for um, your incredible leadership of Thank this you. mission and this organization and your team um, for for these for this uh, amount of years. So your mission is to empower lives through the arts of puppetry. Uh, and how do you do that? We uh, create original issue-based plays on topics that are most important to kids, their, their growth, their, their development as young people. We're really about making good little human beings mm. so that when they grow up, they'll be good, big human beings. And the power of puppetry is that we can talk about things that you may not be able to just sit around and talk about at the dinner table or maybe it would be too boring for a grown-up mm-hmm. to stand up and preach at you, but we can create these uh funny and interesting and captivating performances that draw kids in in a way that captures their attention, their imagination. And when they're paying attention, they're learning. Mm. They remember. And what is most powerful is that it empowers them to take action. So they take what they learn in our show and do something with that to make life better for themselves and for others. Wow. You've articulated that mission a few times, haven't you? <laughs> that was so well done. <laughs> you know, it's it, you talk about doing something for 33 years, yeah. and there is a passion, as I'm sure you feel, sure. for the work that you're doing. And it's that passion that keeps driving you and and the memory of the the specific children that I can see their faces today that... Mm. I know how we impacted their lives and changed it forever. Mm-hmm. And you live and you breathe that importance. You know that it, it is integral. 
you know, we're trying to change, all of us are trying to change that the arts in whatever form may be in is not something that's a luxury. It is an essential to life. It is an essential to making what you said, good human beings, right? So Jamie, what are some of the topics that you guys cover? Well, we do um, health and wellness and um, bully prevention is underneath that uh, category as well. And um, we also do early childhood education. And one of our biggest uh, initiatives recently is STEAM or STEM. Mm, um, we mm-hmm. put the A in there for the arts. Because yeah. Arts, arts are really, I mean, I can't even <laughs> believe it's not in there. Arts are a communication piece, right? Like yeah. you can be a scientist, but if you can't communicate what you're doing, then sure. no one's going to get on board. Yeah. So um, so those are those are the things that we work on right now. Um, and, and we really try to get in there and see kids live. But we also do videos and things like that that are on those topics as well. So uh, you've been doing this for 33 years, uh, and it has primarily been aimed at children and youth, as you had said, um, and helping to raise young, small children to become big, uh, good, good human beings. Good human beings. <laughs> How has the conversation and the shows changed as far as the topics show-wise? How has that changed from 33 mm. years ago to today? Mm. That's a great question, and they have changed. Uh, we've actually created more than 50 original plays and videos wow. on dozens of topics. Uh, when I started the organization, I started with a disability awareness puppet show, which was already in existence called Kids on the Block. And in the 70s, uh, they were starting to mainstream children with disabilities into the classroom, and so they were using puppets um, to help integrate and build bridges of friendship between children with various abilities. And so we were doing that as well here in Central Florida. And uh, some of the things that came after that were racial harmony. We were teaching kids it's okay to be friends with someone who's different from you. In fact, it's good to be (laughs) friends with someone Mm -hmm. who has a different ability Mm -hmm. or is a different color, different culture. Uh, We have done a lot of partnering with social service agencies. So an organization will come to us and say, can you create something on this topic that will make a difference for this age group? So we've partnered with organizations like Harbor House, which Mm -hmm. is a domestic violence shelter. And we uh, created a show called Little Heroes that taught children about domestic violence. Kids that grow up in violent homes don't realize that maybe that's not normal. So through puppets, we were able to show what that is and then give them ways that they can um, stay safe when violence is happening, and then how to get help. Victim Service Center, another organization we partnered with and did a sexual assault prevention show. Mm. Um, We had teenage girls coming forward and disclosing rapes Mm -hmm. with a victim advocate that we always had with us, rapes that had happened years in the past. Wow. Um, you are doing you are doing incredible work that really makes a difference, and I, and you have I'm sure you have so many stories of impact. So when we come back, we're going to hear about some of those specific lives and stories uh, that you can share with us about how the arts and puppetry um, really impacted. So join us back here on From the Heart Magic 107.7 FM. Welcome back, listeners, to Magic 107.7 FM, From the Heart, where we talk about all the good things in the arts 
in Central Florida. This is Joshua Vickery, and today I have my friend Rob Lott as our co-host. Mary Thompson Hunt has uh, the day off, and we're speaking to Michelee Puppets, an amazing organization that uses the plays and the arts um, and the art of puppetry to empower lives of children and youth. And we were talking a little bit, Tracy, right before we took a break, uh, just about that impact. And we started to share some stories in the break and said, wait, let's talk. Let's let our listeners hear that. So maybe tell us uh, what is a story or two of something where you've seen uh, what the work that you're doing through puppetry really change or impact someone's life. Sure. We hear lots of, of feedback from teachers at schools about uh, kids that see our health show, they're bringing water bottles to school or they're making better choices in the lunch line. We have stories on that side all the mm. way to the more life-changing things. Like I mentioned that we did a sexual assault show and we had many girls come forward to disclose rapes that had happened in the past. Uh, but one in particular uh, really has affected me. We got an email from a girl who said that her father had raped her when she was seven years old. Wow. Which is hard to wrap your brain around. Sure, yeah. And she had never told anyone. Mm. And after she saw our play, she went home and told her mom. And she wrote, the burden I've carried on my shoulders for 11 years has been lifted. Thank wow. you for your show. Incredible. And, you know, Rob asked the question earlier about how, you know, things have changed since when you started this 33 years ago in the Me Too movement, you know, now at least you have the freedom to really talk about that more, right? Like uh, the doors are open for that to be something that's not taboo and you're able to really create change through some of these these opportunities. And Jamie, what about the people that are on stage? You know, these are the people that are off stage. Of course, there's a great impact from what they're seeing, but what about the people? Are they getting anything out of this? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the performers that we choose when we have auditions are people who really love working with kids. Mm. Um, we make sure that we have people who go out there and really have a passion. So um, I've, I've actually been one of those performers for Michelle Puppets. And I went out um, on a couple of different times and I've had these amazing experiences. Um, one was a boy. It was in second grade. I was doing our show, A Good Day for Pancake, which is our K through second bully prevention show. Mm. And the boy was in the audience and he was very stern looking the entire show. He looked very like business-like the entire show. <laughs> and I thought, okay, what's going on? And after the show, he broke away from his class and he walked up to me and he said, I would like to speak to Willie Walker, please, who is the bully in our show. Wow. And I was like, okay. So I went backstage and I got Willie Walker and this is a glove puppet. So my thumb and my pinky are in this puppet's hands. And then my rest of my fingers are in the head of the puppet. And he said... You're under arrest. I am policeman Kevin. Put your arms behind your back. And he went to put the puppet's arms behind their back. And I thought, <laughs> I better act quickly or he's going to break my fingers. So I was like, uh, uh, what, what are the charges? And he was, he, he was um, very serious. And he was like, you have been a bully. And then all of a sudden wow. his class came around and they were kind of coming closer and closer. And he was basically confronting this bully and telling him that he needed to um, repent for what he had done. Hmm. And so Willie Walker was like, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. You know, and, <laughs> and I, I was a new kid at school or whatever. And so um, what I found out from the teacher afterwards was that this boy has autism. His father mm. is a police officer. And so he understands law and order. And so this was very serious to him. And his class was coming around because they wanted to protect him because they were afraid that Willie Walker was going to bully this this boy oh. but um so much happening really interesting. Right now. <laughs> yeah so many layers yeah. yeah so those are those are really interesting experiences that happen 
That's so cool. Okay, so you guys go into the classrooms, right? You work in schools. Um, you do presentation. Do you work, do after-school programs as well? We are available for after-school programs. And we used to, uh, well, we've reached more than 2 million kids wow. since we started. Wow. Uh, used to do mostly school performances. Now that more time is being spent on test preparation, there are fewer mm. days that we're available. So we've been doing more public performances. We've been hosting our own uh Sunday family fun days at Venue on the Lake in Maitland mm, mm-hmm. uh, as a way to reach parents with their children. I think sometimes the messages that we deliver to the kids are great and they want to do something, but when the parents see it, then they can kind of pave the way for the kids to actually follow through on the things that they want to do. Yeah, and they can reinforce or have conversations about things that are that they're hearing uh, in the in the plays. So you also have a, an online component component where people can can view this stuff on the internet? Absolutely. So we have a website, mm-hmm. michellepuppets.org. And spell that. Spell Michelle for us. M-I-C-H-E-L-E-E puppets. Cool. Dot O-R-G. And we have a YouTube channel, of course. So you can see our content on our website or you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and see the wonderful videos. Uh, We've been producing videos off and on since the 90s, but we've really been making a a special concerted effort to really build our library of fun and educational videos over the last probably five years or so. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're excited that we have those things available for families. We have a puppet club people can sign up for and also get videos sent right to their inbox. Oh, fun. I want to be in the puppet club. Is that weird? <laughs> no, it's free Never. and you can sign no. up. Uh, well, it's good because my, so I don't have kids, but I have two amazing nephews and a niece who I just love dearly. And you cannot get the phone or the iPad out of their hand. You can't, it's just, they're always online now or playing games. So it's good to know that they they can access, you know, something that's good and healthy, uh, like you know, the puppet club. And well, they, with the videos too, um, we have uh, lesson plans that go along with them. So oh, we have cool. things that parents can do with their children, but we also have things that teachers can stream the video right into their classroom and then they can have a lesson to do immediately following that. Really simple, fun kind of things that really drive home the message. So we go to the standards um, and we go to the curriculum and say, this is what we're going to cover in this video. And then we do it in a fun way. Wow. And so is that happening in Orange County schools? Do all the teachers have access to that or... They do, and a lot of our videos align with our live shows, so we're sending those out, and now we're going to be sending out uh, much more uh, communications about how those teachers and families can access our video content. Mm. And we're looking forward to having our stuff on PBS Learning Media. Oh, yay, with Dr. Phil, with Dr. Phil Hoffman. Yes. Is he working with you? Yeah. He's a a great visionary for things we can do here in this region. So what are you, are you guys only, uh, what's your footprint? Like where can people access you for shows? Do you travel all over? Or? We have been performing uh, throughout Florida. We've been in more than 40 Florida counties. We're, our main home base is Central Florida. Uh, but we're also putting together a tour of our Mission Steam Possible show to go to planetariums and science centers in states other than Florida. So. Oh, cool. You feel like that's maybe the next step? Michelle Puppets is taking it outside of where you are currently. I think depending on the shows. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a, w- with our STEAM initiative, we have a new show, Mission STEAM Possible. And 
and we piloted it in schools and then had an opportunity to go to the Orlando Science Center and the planetarium at Seminole State College. It was a hit. Mm -hmm. And so now we were working with planetariums in Texas and Virginia and South Carolina Mm. to take the show there. Cool. This would be a question really for all three of you. What is like um, your favorite puppet? Like, is there, (laughs) is there a certain puppet you just had a real connection to that you're like, I see some of me in, in, in this puppet. Like, I'm sure after 33 years, it's there's hard to choose. a lot of puppets that you love. Absolutely. Do you top, have one? Top, top three. Yeah, top. <laughs> We're putting you on the spot. Jamie's ready right now. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, from the ones that I get to work with, I love a puppet that I can put on my hand and I immediately see the character. So yeah. um, I actually brought one today. I have a... Um, Sort can of we, an anything character. Can we meet? Um, of course, of course. Oh my gosh! Here, go on to what Rob likes. Well, okay. So, so my, um, I, I just celebrated uh, what what they referred to as ten years working yes. at Walt Disney World. Um, but that is my official seniority. But prior, I, I'm actually have been there for almost twenty years, uh, and some of that seniority did not count. But I spent the first uh, five years um, as a professional puppeteer uh, at Walt Disney World, and uh, that's where I met Jamie uh, and a, and a bunch of other lifelong friends and fantastic fantastic performers, great artists. Uh, but there was a show called Pocahontas and Her Forest Friends uh, uh-huh. that was at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Um, and uh, Avatar is now where, <laughs> yeah. where that was. Uh, but there was a little character in that show named Sprig. Uh, and uh, Grandmother Willow from the Pocahontas film. All right, so there, there's a puppet that has just made an entrance into the studio here. And, yes. and Josh's attention for I me can't. has I'm completely I'm so distracted gone. now. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, so I'll, I'll say quickly, uh, there's there was, of course, Grandmother Willow from the film. Yeah. But then there was this little five-year-old little tree named Sprig. Um, and uh, and he was, uh, we, we sat under the stage um, and, and the tree came up. Oh, I don't know how much of this I'm allowed to share. Well, the show's been closed for a while. Uh, we, uh, I sat under the stage and and with, with uh, my right hand, I was controlling the lip sync and also mm-hmm. the, the overall movement of the puppet. But with my left hand, I had a keypad and my, my, my pointer finger moved the right arm up and down wow. and uh, my, my middle finger moved the right arm in and out and then my ring finger moved the left arm up and down and my pinky finger moved the uh, left arm in and out. And then with my foot, uh, I had I was in charge of eye blinks with one foot and then in charge of um, eyebrows with the other foot oh and so goodness. he was so capable of really giving so much expression so much character so much life and it took about six months to really get comfortable with it but once I did we could do anything um, and so that was one that I really really enjoyed that sounds like a cardio workout to me that's a- uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was more of a uh, of a workout of the brain once you got physically yeah. set it was it was more so about uh, you know getting your your brain in gear but hey look who's here we have a guest yes. this is so exciting so uh, Josh we have a have a go at describing um, uh, what this because because he doesn't look like any of us. I, who's to even say that it's a he? I was gonna say I'm not sure if it's a he or she. It, it does not look like any of us. Uh, talk to us a little bit about. Uh, well, I, I don't like to assume my gender. Okay, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, my name is Kuko, and um, you know, I, I I am one of many. I actually have many many brothers and sisters that look just like me. Really? Um, but I'm a, I'm a practice puppet. Okay. And oh. so people practice with me, and so so then they can put me on their hand, and they can try me out, mm-hmm. and and see what kind of voice comes out of them. Sometimes different voices come out. Sometimes it's like this, <laughs> but that one didn't fit me very well. No. So this yeah. one, this one, this one seems a little bit like a friend of ours, like our little friend Jeremy. Uh, you know? Yes, yeah. yes, I love him. But um, but yeah. So I, I like I like 
I like to uh, like to come out and and Jamie likes to play with me every once in a while and <laughs> and, and perform with me. Uh, he's he's great. So I, I'll do. He's he's maybe kind of a a, a purple, a light purple, and uh, and my goodness, he's got a, a, some yellow fuzz coming out of the top of his head, big giant uh, <laughs> eyes, and uh, just a, an adorable little guy. Yeah, we'll put a or, picture on our Facebook. page. Oh, that'd be great. Yes, yes, and we'll put it with the with the radio show today too. And and, and he looks so cuddly. He looks so like just, just snuggly. I love so- to hug people, and that's what I'm good for. I'm very fuzzy. I don't have a lot of prickly things on me, so the kids can come up and hug me as much as they want, and they can, you know. Go around my neck and ring me around and stuff, and I don't break. <laughs> well, was it Cuckoo? Cuckoo. Cuckoo. So close. Oh, Cuckoo, it was so nice to meet you. Yeah, it was nice to meet you guys, too. And this is one of Jamie's favorite kinds of puppets. She loves a little hand hand and rod mouth puppet. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I was just describing, um, you know, a, a puppet that is very... Um, uh, involved, you yeah. get the, the, everything. There's, there's all kinds of every, every finger, every foot, every you know, as far as the puppeteer goes, is is involved in making it happen. But my goodness, the freedom that you can experience with the simplicity of a hand and rod puppet is so great. Uh, and and actually, frankly, um, I preferred a most most among most puppeteers. Oh, that's so cool. Well, and we only have one minute left in this segment. But Tracy, you know, it's really difficult to be a puppeteer. There's all these. Thank you're you like for a, saying it, that. I just watching this. I'm like, oh my gosh, I wouldn't. It's it's like all the coordination. There's a. What do you think is the hardest part of being a puppeteer? What's the most difficult thing to learn? Um, it's probably different for different people, but I think if you focus on what you're really doing is bringing an inanimate object to life, mm. breathing life into it, and making it a just bring life to it, I think is, is really it. The, the, the technical things like the eye focus and the lip sync are things that I think we can teach just about anybody. But to breathe that life into it and make it a real being is the challenge. And when people look at the puppet and you're right there and they don't see you or they don't notice you, mm. then you know you're doing the job right. Well, I have to tell you, Jamie, I completely forgot you were here. So you did a, such a great <laughs> Jamie job. Jamie isn't here. She's not here at all. <laughs> it's just me. I love it. Well, what a fun conversation. Liz. You're going to want to come back because we have just a few more minutes to talk to Michelle Puppets and to Jamie and to Tracy and a very special guest from the heart, Magic 107.7 FM. Welcome back to From the Heart with a capital A-R-T. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Rob Lott, and I'm here with Joshua Vickery. And we together are here with the leadership of Michelle Puppets, uh, Tracy and Jamie. And also joining us on the line is Leslie Carrera Rudolph. Um, so thrilled to have Say hi, Leslie. Hi, everyone. So, uh, so some of you, uh, uh, hello, hello. So some of you listening, uh, you may not necessarily know the name Leslie Carrera Rudolph, but you probably know her work. Um, she is one of the, uh, one of the longstanding puppeteers of Sesame Street. Um, and continues to work with them. You know her mostly, um, uh, as Abby Kadabi. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, just dropping in. Wow, it's a magical day. 
how wonderful that Abby Kadabi could join us for just a bit. And uh, <laughs> but then also uh, there is a character that um, that is specifically just yours, uh, just belongs uh, to you, Leslie, and and her name is Lolly. Tell us about Lolly. Oh my gosh, Lolly Lardpop. Well, I mean, she has been with me for many years. She's like my chief whenever we do outreach or spread joy. If I guess she's kind of um, hit, she's a family friendly comedian mm-hmm. that is incredibly flawed and <laughs> like we to all learn. Are. And I think it, most people say if Lamb Chop and Madam had a baby, it'd be Lolly. <laughs> so, um, and then Lolly is a big supporter of Michelle Puppets, Jamie and Tracy. I was just saying how like we have the same mission statement, and mm. so we're very. Um, obsessed with community and art reach. So, um, oh, did you hear I that? Art to... reach. I like I've that. never heard yeah. that. That's great. I like that's that. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's how. That's the one thing that you know we all have in common, and it, art speaks louder than words sometimes. And um, so, and I've known Jamie for years, and Tracy, and they've been really supportive. I mean, I think we really um, back and forth. We help each other with each of our missions and Michelle has been really supportive of me when I want to do something with Lolly. Um, you know, Jamie and Tracy have helped produce that and involve the community um, when I'm down there and then I've been able to do shows and, and vice versa. I think we just all help each other because we have like you, Josh, who come very, Mary speaks very highly of you. Jamie speaks highly of you. Your mission statement is awesome. Oh, so. well, thank you so much. So, you know, we uh, you you are a great spokesperson for. I love the word outreach. I think uh, art reach. I think that's so very cool. And, and Tracy, why do you think um, the work that you do, the work that Leslie does, why do you think it's so integral to a healthy community? The the, the piece that you play. Why is it so important? I think that there is a power in using art to um, broach some of those social issues. Mm. Um, you can, you can talk about things, you can bring things out in a way that's not bashing you over the head. Mm. And Mm. I think because the arts touch you on an emotional level, it's not always just intellectual, it's emotional. And I think that it draws something out of people. Mm. It, it, um, we want people to be passionate about life and giving and doing good. And when they're moved, they're more likely to want to do those things. Mm. Le- Leslie, what do you think, you know, as you are um, working with, with your puppets and you're uh, working with kids, what are some things that you're able to get by with, with a puppet um, that you can't get by with as Leslie? Um, well, I mean, I, I do intergenerational shows, which means that I have a character, Granny Dot, <laughs> you know, that speaks, and she's able to be there, and um, I'm getting closer to her age, actually, which is kind of sad. And then there's me, and then there's Lolly. So it's a multi-generational show, and a lot of times, you know, Lolly, like I said, she sometimes she teaches me, and we just did a show that I actually, Jamie helped me out with. We... we um, co-create and write a radio show style podcast but she also helps me in the writing and we always have like what our mission is and we wrote one called um the oz and you character development through the arts and what i love about characters is that they can have all these different levels and um they can represent like 
when I say the Oz and you, there's like there's the lion, there's um, you know who represents courage, there's the Tin mm. Man who represents heart and wisdom, and you know I use that as a template whenever I'm putting together a show or a mission statement, and it's always that yellow brick journey where we are a, a character can represent different parts of us. You know, it could rep, a character can represent mm. fear and overcoming that challenge, and and I think that's what makes puppets so wonderful because we we don't preach we we have relationships we have relationships with the audience we have relationships with the characters and everybody is going through it together so like tracy was saying to echo there's an emotional engagement you know and there's also like the unspoken language you know of visual and music that resonates in our heart and opens us up laughter opens us up be able to be better at listening and humanizes us. Mm. So I think that's what happens. These characters can evoke all different kinds of feelings, and we can be there as a witness when you're a human. Like, I take Lolly out. People talk to Lolly. They ignore me. Same with Addie. <laughs> you know, I always say, you know, I get soul hugs because kids really engage with them, and it's a permission slip for joy. Wow, I love that. It's so it's so funny that you said they they uh, they pay attention to the lolly and you get ignored. I guess you have to be confident in that. You know, you, you get stood up for a puppet. I think that. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, lolly and Jamie and I talk about this all the time. Lolly has more confidence than I do. Uh, Half the times I'll go to do a show and I don't have the confidence to do it. And Lolly's like, "We're in this, we're doing this part of the mission, and I'm on it." Are you listening to that? It's not even going to have audition. You know, I was like, "Oh my god, I better do this." And Lolly is, you know, that's so. And I would say, and Rob, you would agree that's true of of most performers. Mm -hmm. If they're acting on stage, usually they can take on the characteristics of that person much easier than they can uh, of themselves. Or even just taking on the role of a confident person. Yeah, yeah, totally. You become confident. (laughs) That's the way you guys totally outed me. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) Leslie, I have another question for you, and then we're going to have to wrap up, and we want to talk just a little bit more. But but I'd ask you the question, you know, um, we know that Michelin Puppets has done such fantastic work, and they've reached over 2 million kids in 33 years. And I could ask Jamie and Tracy what's so beautiful and special about Michelin, but I would ask you, what do you think, what value do you think Michelin Puppets brings to Central Florida? And why is it such a beautiful and important organization? I feel like they, when you talk about, um, they're the heartbeat. You know, they really concentrate on the community. They focus on what's needed. They are a powerful resource in the fact that they pull in other people from the community to work. So they're like grassroots. Like they are, they're taking their mission statement and they're making a moment in the moment. Mm. You know, it's really hard as an artist. I struggle with this all the time. And, and Jamie and Tracy remind me of this. is that you're sowing seeds mm. in everything that you do, every live performance. You know, I go out there and we all think, oh, i got to reach everybody. But if you just reach one person or one child, you've sowed a seed of inspiration and heart. And they've sowed so many seeds and just by being who they are. Mm. And, you know, so I think that's probably what makes them most valuable. And they're such, you know, and they're constantly, they've, that's what their roots are. Their roots are in humanity. And when your roots are in humanity, you can grow strong and sow those seeds and, they're constantly inspiring me, and I'm super grateful every time they help me 
when I need help. You know, I wow. mean, I, I come to Florida all the time. Just like, I'm like, I'll come down there. Give me an excuse. <laughs> always well, what, a, back, what a great testimony you know? of your work, Tracy, from from someone so well-respected in, in the industry. And you said something, Leslie, that I, I think will resonate with me for a while, but you're making a moment in the moment. And, and, and for us to remember that in our work that we're doing, well, we have no idea. That. I wonder how many See, people are holding some of my puppets. Right oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could say I said it. Honey, I said that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a line from a song. Leslie steals from me all the time. <laughs> I love that. Uh, Rob, I was just thinking, too, as, as Leslie was talking, I wonder how many of our business leaders and community leaders and influencers now in Central Florida mm. maybe are who they are today because they saw... Um, a show by Tracy and Michelle Puppets you've at been, some point. You've been, been doing there. this for 33 and years. And you don't even know. You probably don't even know. We're how. finding adults now that saw us as children and come and say, this is what you did for me. When I saw wow. your show, this is how it impacted me, and these are the choices I made. That's so forward. awesome. 33 yeah. years is multiple generations. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it's uh, the children cool. of the children. It really is very cool. So let me you ask this question. I know we only have a few okay. minutes. Hop off. I'm just going to say out what I love about whenever I call Jamie or Tracy or check in with them is they're authentic. You mm. know, they every time I call them, they're always on mission. They're always they always say, "What's your intention? You know, what are your goals?" And they, you know, that's their first thought. You know, is what's the mission statement of this particular project? And they hold themselves accountable to that. Not everybody does that. I love that. Well, Leslie, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you calling in and the incredible work that you do out there. And please say hello to all of your friends for us. Thank you, Leslie. Thanks, Leslie. I will. Thank you. I love Michelle Puppets. You're super. I. You're super lucky to have them. Awesome. (laughs) Well, thank you, Leslie. You take care and keep doing good work. Thank you. Joy to you. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. So uh, before, um, Rob, I just want to ask this quick question. So, you know, we want to make sure that all of our listeners in our community, wherever this gets heard, understands how they can access you. So can you remind us of all the ways, including um, being in the studio and online, remind us of all the ways we can get connected to you? You can come and visit us at our studio. So call us at 407-898-7925 or visit us online, and we have monthly informational breakfasts. You can come to our studio and get to know us. We have classes. You can check those out on our website. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and please share our posts. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. Absolutely. And the classes that we have are not just for children. We have adult professional development classes because we want to elevate the art form of puppetry um, everywhere. So we want to make sure everyone's doing the best that they can. That's to make awesome. Sure I, are quality. Speaking to that, that was, you know, as, as a, uh, spending a, a number of years as a professional puppeteer, it was always a frustration of mine when, when people would talk about puppetry as only for kids. And, uh, mm-hmm. you and I, we all know that puppetry, good puppetry, um, is good art and good art is for everyone. Mm. And, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's really about storytelling. It's about character mm-hmm. development and it's not just for kids. And uh, so, yeah, I love that you guys make that available for adults as well. And it is a viable art form that is for everyone. 
Absolutely. And how do teachers, if, if teachers maybe, because this, uh, thankfully this show goes over to Daytona Beach and Tampa and all these places. If a teacher is listening in, how can they um, and access these videos or maybe connect with you for stuff that happens in their classroom? Through our website for sure. And also just give us a call and we're ready to book our shows in your schools, in your churches, in your after school programs. Just give us a call. We'd like to come out and perform. And, and you guys, also, will, you'll produce original things for people. We do partner with lots of organizations yeah. to produce either original videos or live shows. We've partnered with the Orlando Philharmonic um, on several different projects and, and many of the service organizations in the area. So we we really like to get creative and and send your message message out that way. So if you were if you were listening and you have if it is in line also with the mission of Michelle Puppets, uh, they would love to partner with you um, uh, to get your message out as well. Yeah, and like every nonprofit, uh, they need money. So if you <laughs> resonate with their mission and you love what you're hearing about what they're doing, you can also check out their website to be able to donate or to volunteer. Uh, I'm sure there are resources that they, people can buy for you. And different things. So give us that website and phone number one more time, Tracy. It's MichelePuppets.org, M I C H E L E E Puppets.org, 407 898 Awesome. Go and check out Michelle Puppets online at their studio. Go to one of their breakfasts. Support the work that they're doing because truly it is really great. Tracy and Jamie, thanks for joining us. Thank thanks you. for having us. It was awesome. Keep up the good work. And Rob, Josh, this was a perfect show for you to co-host. <laughs> I was happy to do it. I was, when, I, when I got the message that this, this was going to be the guests, I was so excited. All the stars aligned and That's here right. you are. I love it. <laughs> Rob, thanks for being just a wonderful advocate and support of the arts and for co-hosting with me today. And listen, Thank you. Thank you for tuning in every Sunday night on Magic 107.7 FM from the heart. Next week, we'll meet more guests who are making in, making a huge difference here in Central Florida. See you then.